Well, I know intro this week, huh, John? Usually you're on it as I'm trying to find the Facebook. Hey, we peeped the live. Oh, we live. Back again, another week. the Paris Podcast. We got a special guest this week. Special guest. Would you like to introduce our guest this week? Ain't a guest to us. This is this is gang, gang, all that good shit. Uh, what you got for you? It's just kind of funny. Like I'm trying to, I'm gonna try and get through the, the interview portion a little bit more serious because I was trying to think of questions like, what don't I know? And then I had to think about like most people don't know anything. Yeah, most people don't know anything. So I'm like, yeah, it's like I'm just asking these redundant ass questions that we have casual conversations about yeah. every fucking week. So like, I'm gonna get through it. What's still going on on this one? Yeah, well, yeah, it's a good day for me. I got my two best buds. Look at the smiles on the screen. <laughs> you know, I feel like I finally made it. I'm here. You know, you guys are booming on this podcast. So, you know, it's a, it's a pleasure. Pleasure. Yeah, being. I mean, me and John are coming off a bounce back week last week. I think we got uh, four times the amount of views that we usually get on Facebook. We got a little mm-hmm. over double the audio listens, and we probably went like uh, almost double on what our average is for YouTube. So, So we're booming right now. Impress. Impressive. Yeah. You, got, you got a hard act to follow. I ain't going to hold you. Dude, I, shout out to... I think I can manage. <laughs> shout, out to, uh, shout out to John's this, this Uncle Wayne. First, first female on your show? Or... You know, I, I was literally wow. just thinking that today. You are the first female on our show. Wow. wow. You know, wow. I'm honored. I am honored. <laughs> Thank you. Year and a half in, uh, you're the first female. Um, and I don't know how to introduce you. I, my, 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 good, my good friend, Bree. I don't know if you have like a generic, this is me background story, but yeah, go for it. Oh, if you well, I am, I go by Brie or uh, just B. Um, so you can call me pretty much either or. Um, I am a uh, photographer. So I do uh, photography full time. Um, I manage trucks um, and we have a couple other things going on. Um, but I'm also most importantly, a mother. Okay. So I would say that's, that kind of sums everything up. Mother first. Mother first, you know. Yeah, nice, uh, nice, nice product, nice product placement. Yeah, just be on the hood. You guys didn't peep yet, but no, yeah. So this is a uh, this is just my uh, part of my uh, obviously just be photography. So yeah, nice product placement. Yeah, so so the, the casual catch up would be I've known Bree probably what sixteen years now, fifteen yeah, years, fifteen. Yeah, so you're thirty one. I'll be thirty one this year. We met. Oh. Summer going into tenth grade at a house party. That's a, that's a fun story. Yeah, that's that's a time. Um, that was and then you probably met John. Shit, maybe two years after. At, yeah, at my stepdad's house. I would say I've known John probably for about twelve. Yeah, twelve, thirteen years. And then we've probably all been good friends or close friends for at least ten now. At least ten. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's been yeah. a fucking grip. Definitely gang. Definitely gang. Now. It's funny seeing this. We we interviewing you, but it's funny as fuck. Yeah, are we like professionals now? Like, what are, what are we doing? Definitely not professionals. It's actually funny too because I think more people might know your son out of my friend group than you know. Yeah. So this is also Trey's mom. I think yeah, I think I um well when I go to school now it's funny that you say that because I am Trey's mom in different settings. So um that's interesting to see now. I don't have my own identity in certain places now, but um it's great. It's a time. I love I'll it. Be- I'll be talking to people and they'll be asking me like, who's the little kid you post all the time? He's so fun, blah, blah. And I'll be like, oh, that's Bree's son. And they'll be like, oh, shit. It's crazy. Never never made that correlation. 
Yeah, no, just just looks like me, but you know, whatever. Well, you don't do like fun stuff like together at the same time in the video, so it's like I'm not catching. <laughs> <stuff together>. like, <laughs> they I'm, they I'm just have, don't have fun with my son. Like, well, I'm you know? sure you have fun. You just don't have fun with your son on my Insta story. So like, yeah. it is you what post, it is. You, I would say you post Trey more than you post me. So there's that. Well, not even a fucking shot. Yeah, one hundred percent. Buddy, if I post you as much as I post Trey, that would be a big problem for me. Yeah, I think that right. Like that would be a, 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 a bad red flag. Yeah, a bad red flag. Whatever. Yeah, so I like I kind of want to deep deep dive into the photography shit, and it's funny enough I was thinking about it because you don't talk about it that much, and you're gonna say we don't ask. Like I know the gist of it, um, and I'm probably downplaying the gist of it. Like I know when you have shoots, I know who you shoot and whatnot, but you don't necessarily like publicize. Like, I think, like, when I, I catch my friends are talking to friends about you, and I'm like, yeah, like, oh, Bree's a photographer. And I think it comes off as, like, it's a hobby photography thing. And it's not not a hobby. Like it's No, not at all. No, yeah. full time. Um, like I said, I, um, I, uh, so I think the biggest thing, I made the transition from um, nine to five. Um, so I wasn't promoting as much, and that was kind of intentional due to like the volume of uh, clients and stuff like that. I was kind of trying to stay away from. Um, but now I think I feel like I'm, I'm, you know, getting to a better place where I'm um, promoting it more, marketing it more um, and just like word of mouth, like just actually telling a lot more people about it. Yeah. I want to get into the transition of full time in a bit, but initially before I jump ahead on it, because you, you have some like impressive accolades that like I, with the billboard was what, like eight years ago. Yeah, I was. Yeah. So I did a billboard. That was probably one of my, um, the bigger ones, probably about four years ago. Um, it was through one of my clients, though. Yeah, so I've been um definitely have a few billboards. Um, work with America's Next Top Models. Um, I've been published three times in three different magazines. Um, so yeah, I had a run. I've been shooting for about five years, though. So I would say, um, I had a good run so far. Just the beginning. Though, honestly, for me, I feel like it's just the beginning. So that's why I don't really highlight. You know, I think you say to me all the time, like you never really talk about it. You don't really say anything. Um, because for me. It was cool. Like, those are great things and stuff like that. But for me, I'm not personally impressed yet. So it's nothing to brag about. But if anything I did that was on a billboard or published in three magazines, that shit would be fucking tattooed on my arm. Yeah, like I said, it's dope. It's dope. It's definitely great things. Um, But just my goals is much bigger. So just not yet. Uh, what's the origin story, though? How you fall in love? That's what I was going to say. How'd you, what, what made you get into the field? Um, So... Photography honestly started in undergrad. So going to school, I did not know absolutely what my major was going to be. Like I came in undeclared um, as a freshman. Um, so I think I had to take, you know, you know, as a freshman, you kind of have to go through different. Um, what what are they? What, what is it called, Dylan, where they make you go through like the rounds of all the different majors just to kind of see. They have like the, the gen Rex, and then they have the elective shits too. Yeah, so, so the pre-rex electives. Yeah. Um, so yes, with that, um, I had to take like creative classes. I fell into photography. Um, so I actually, I actually was just like bullshitting with it at first. And then it was like my professor was saying like, wait, wait a minute, like you're actually pretty good at this. Um, so I kind of started my journey from there. Still pretty much not really taking this serious, but I did declare a major at that point. So I was uh, into film and production, which I graduated for in about 2015. Um, so I was a film and major, uh, film and production major. Um, so from there, my senior project, I had to intern with somebody to even graduate. So that kind of actually like gave me my boost. So I found a local photographer here in Delaware and um, just connected with them. Um, just, you know, basically trying to finish my senior credits and my senior projects. So after doing that, 
um, they were saying the same thing. Like, wait a minute, it might be time. Like, you know what I mean? Start making money. Because I was doing free shoots, just learning the camera, just seeing if it was even worth it to see how I even liked it to begin with. Um, and from there, I started that career probably 2006, end of 2015, 2016. Um, I didn't start taking paid shoots until 17, 2017, I want to say. Um, and the rest is history. I started from there. That's a good question. I never really asked it. And now I have like a bunch of different questions on top of that because we went to college together for a little bit and then yeah. obviously we didn't. And then I remember you getting more into the film and production, but that was more so coming on like you were doing like the editing shit for a little bit there. It looked yeah, like you were so gonna do like, like producing shows, not necessarily taking the pictures. And then there was yeah. just like a sudden switch. And then I remember you got the camera and this is how you kind of could tell like the, the switch of like hobby to like, for profit is like you used to bring the camera around. Yeah. Like that face. Like we would take trips and you would have the camera yeah. and you would just be flipping. That was, that was time. That was and definitely then as time. it turned into a job, that camera wasn't just coming around for no fucking no, reason. You see the camera in a couple years on the on no, the regular day. Y'all gotta book me for that now. It was really fun. Um even up until now, even although I still get paid for it, um that is a difference now. I'm I'm not, you know, bringing the camera around, but that's because people kind of feel like um, just back to what you were saying, people kind of feel like photography is a hobby. Um, so you kind of got to break that stigma down. Like, no, this is my real job and I make real money from it. And this is how I pay my bills and support my kids. So um, once they kind of get through, you know, through that, after you telling them, no, like, no, I'm just coming by myself. I'm not coming to your party to to shoot also. So um, a lot of people had a hard transition with that and um, that's fine. But yeah, so that that kind of ended all that. Honestly, I don't I don't do that anymore, though. I don't mind though for you know certain people or events or whatever the case is. Of course, I'm gonna you know show love, but majority of the time, nah. No, because I, I remember it's been times where motherfuckers be like, "Yo, can you shoot this?" And you're like, "I honestly would rather just come to have fun, though." Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I'm not gonna be able to come get drunk, bounce around and shit if I, I feel like I have the responsibility of taking pictures, and and I'm gonna like want my pictures to be good because I don't want people to know they're mine. They'd be fucking trash. In that part, right? Um, so people don't even look at it as that. She's all just, just come with the camera, and I'm like, no, I'm good. I used to actually have like feel weird about uh, telling people no in the beginning. Like now, I'm just like, nah, I'm, no, nah, I'm not. I'm, was I'm it good. Hard to separate the friends from the business, huh? Was it hard to separate the friends from the business? Like I can't do this for free anymore. Yeah. So it, like I said, because how I started, I started doing a lot of free shoots um, with the intention of just learning and getting better. You know, being familiar with the camera. Um, so it, it was, it, it, it got weird in a, in a few different instances, but, um, for the most part now, like all my friends, they don't, they don't ask for free stuff too, because I'm, I'm very big on supporting my friends too, or whatever they have, got, you know, they have going on. Um, so I think just having an understanding of, uh, being an entrepreneur and, or, and, or having your own business, like people just don't do that. It's kind of rude to almost like we're not, yeah, we're not going yeah. free no more. Um, you but again, remember? like I said, I don't mind if I offer, I don't mind, but. Don't ask me to do nothing for free. Do you yeah. remember what the first shoot was? Was it the senior project with the magazine? Or like, do you do you remember like when you actually went out and like told somebody to model a certain way or go to a certain location? Yeah. So one of my first people that I started shooting, um, her name is uh, Lauren LaRosa. Shout out to Lauren. Um, she is, um, she's actually living out like LA now and stuff like that. She's on TMZ. Um, so she's doing really, really great things for herself now. But Lauren was one of my first, first models. Um, and she had a background in modeling already, so I just knew she would be a perfect fit. So she lived in my hometown at the time. Um, and I want to say we went out to, what was that? Um, Old Newcastle has like a fake beach area over there. Um, and she happened to have a clothing brand at that time. I think it was swimwear. 
Um, so we went out there. I mean, looking back at that shoot is shitty, you know, <laughs> shitty. But <laughs> but I thought it was gold at the time. Um, and I started doing like, uh, yeah, like you said, like the magazine. I had to do a, a senior magazine. So literally all my models was like all my friends at the time, um, which was cool because a lot of them had their own style. They were very creative in their own sense, you know, their own separate sense, though. So it was really cool, though. A lot I can say my friends definitely helped me out. But my first first like real model was Lauren. Shout out to you, Laura. Shout out, yeah. girl. Um, at what point, and maybe it was in the beginning, but at what point were you start, like, starting to get comfortable on like, giving people direction? Because that would be like awkward for me. Yeah. In the beginning, it was really awkward. I was a little bit more timid, um, and I would say shy, way more shy than I am now. But it was just like I didn't really know what to do. You know, I, didn't, I wasn't really familiar with poses. So, you know, coming out of school, that's not they don't really teach you how to deal with the client or the customer, maybe in a business aspect. But as far as like the actual person, um, you kind of got to determine that. So I kind of just use my um, my people skills, my personality to kind of get com more comfortable with that, because I feel like I can talk to people easily. So but before when I first started, I was so hung up on. Is the lighting right? Is the framing right? Is this good? So I was so, you know, I was so, you know, super focused on um, was my tech, you know, the technical parts of the camera right that I forgot that I kind of had to guide them. But like I said, Lauren already came from a modeling background, so she was super easy. She already knew what to do. Um, but my first, you know, uh, paying client, it, it was a little weird. It was a little weird. I, I, I felt like I was I was tripping up on stupid stuff, and then you kind of go back and look at your mistakes, and then you know, kind of use that for the next shoot. And did so you already? It was first, but it got easier. Did you already say who the first paying client was? Do you remember that experience? The first paying client. Um, honestly, I don't remember. <laughs> I know it had to be. You got that money hanging on the wall. <laughs> it, I, I think my first first real paying client was probably another one of my friends, Tanisha. Um, and we did hers in a studio and her cousin had came down from New York. So um, we did a studio shoot again. I'm shitty. Like it was it was such a bad time. I just was, you know, fumbling, just just just, you know, basically just just not doing shit right. Um, everything that I've learned before, you know, kind of went out my head as I was in the shoot. So. Um, I got a lot more comfortable actually being in front of people now. Now it's like super easy, but yeah, it was weird. So I want to say it might've been Tanisha. Um, yeah, she supported me. Shout out it's, to my boo. It's funny. Like since you started shooting, like right around that time, I feel like everybody was giving it a go. Yeah. Like it was mad people just giving it a go. And I think like a lot of people just think like you buy a nice camera and then you take pictures. Yeah, no. And like, yeah, as long as you have a nice quality camera, like the pictures will yeah. come out. And like, I've just from being around you at the cam, like, there's so much more to like the angle and the position of the picture that I don't think like the average person that takes pictures realizes like. No, not at all. You know, I, it's a lot of it's a few people that may take a couple good, um, especially with the iPhones coming out with the good uh, cameras and um, the resolution. So uh, with that coming out and stuff like that, people take a they may take a good picture and be like, oh, let me let me try this thing. So they're by a starter camera. Um, without actually doing the research or the background of everything. Um, and then you kind of see them fall off in a few months. Um, so it's not easy. It's, it's, a, it's a very fun business. It's a very fun field to jump into. Um, but you got to be serious about it. Like, you really got to really understand that camera. Because if not, it's, it's going to show. It's, it's definitely going to show. What's more difficult, the actual dealing, like the actual technicality of taking the picture and the strategy or, or dealing with people? Both. 
Like, I, I feel like the dealing with the person and like getting them comfortable enough is like a fucking skill set in itself. Like you're like get making because a lot of that photography shit is making people confident enough to like yeah. do the shit they feel uncomfortable doing. Yeah. Um, and I can say that's probably um I would say my best trait as a photographer. Um I get the comp I get compliments most of the time on um how comfortable, like you just said, how comfortable I make people feel. Um a lot of people come in thinking it's thinking it's like a task, it's it's super hard. So I get a lot of first time photo shoot people, right? Whether they're starting brands or businesses or different things, but generally it's like everyday women. Um I would say eighty-five to ninety percent of my clientele is all women. So you have these uh, everyday women that don't necessarily or, you know, not the Instagram model or socialite or even anything similar to that. So they're pretty nervous when they're starting out. But after a while, they're just like, oh, my God, it's so easy. I can't wait for the next shoot or whatever. And then they generally send me like a text after that night. It's just, you know, thank you. Overcoming their fear, you know, different things or whatever. So that's honestly those are my favorite compliments because um, it kind of changes them and it changes their perspective. Not only that, but it helps boost their confidence. So I love like the process of that, of you know, and then of course like you know, giving them their pictures back, and then they loving it. But have you had that frustrating experience though? Like I can't do nothing with this person, or you hard to work with, or I, yeah. I don't even I don't even know if we getting anything good out of this while you paying yeah. for this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you have those hard for the most part. I don't have a lot of clients that give me a hard time though, but I can't say they don't exist. Um, mm. But generally what happens in that sense is you have those women that they're just not happy with anything. So they don't yeah. normally, they're not really prepared either. Um, so they'll come to the shoot, not trying on clothes, outfits, um, not even practicing their faces or their poses or anything. So with that being said, they look at, you know, they look back into the, uh, the images, the raw images. They're just like, Oh my God, I hate my face. Oh my God. Mm. My stomach is sticking out. Oh my God. You know, all these different things. And you just be like, I, I can't pull, I can't do magic too. You feel me? So I, I am, I can do Photoshop and, you know, I have diff, different uh, editing platforms that I use, but I can't create, you know, something that exists, something that don't exist, exists. So I, again, I don't, I don't work magic, but I can pull it out of you. I can, you know, for the most part, but if you're just all around, never really satisfied, then it's, it is what it is. Like, so you have those people that are very particular, but um, I would say for the most part, I don't have a lot of clients like that, thankfully. I can't make magic, but I can pull it out of you. That's a hit I can try. Mm. For the most part, yeah. And, and like I've seen you at the like the chopping board doing the editing shit. You're not super like big on like crazy editing either. Like you try, you try to keep the like keep it natural as possible. Yeah, absolutely. One of the uh, greatest things my professors, um, one of my professors, told me in um, in film school. You know, he just was like, get it right in camera. Like, that's what you do. Like, you know, of course, photo manipulation. And that's what Photoshop is, photo manipulation. Um, he said, of course, that helps. Um, he always told us it's supposed to enhance the picture, not create the picture, right? So for the most part, I try, I like to get it right in camera. And then how I even learned was on manual. So I've never, I never, to this day, I don't even shoot in auto. Um, and auto basically just means it helps find the settings for you, right? To create that mm -hmm. perfect picture. Um, so the way I was taught, which helped me down in the long run, was um, I had to be in control of every single thing. So I had to learn the I had to learn the lighting. I had to learn the framing because I had to kind of like move back and forth. Um, but yeah, I like to do I like to keep it very clean. Um, now, of course, I do love editorials where you can get a little bit more, you know, nasty with the edits and stuff like that, creative with the edits. But 
Again, for the most part, majority of my uh, clientele, they like the fresh, clean look and natural. So, and I just make minor adjustments where, you know, whether you have like pimples or, you know, little small stuff adjustments, but nothing really big though. And I like to keep it that way. And I, I never thought about this now that I'm processing what you're saying. Is, is photography like a male dominated industry or is it like pretty diverse or like, oh, yeah, for sure. I, I'm thinking like, I'm like the only like working at IR and all the people, like I've only met guy photographers. So is it like, mm -hmm. is that the norm guys? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know why it is like that now. Now in 2022, you start to see a lot more female photographers, but when I actually was in school, I was literally the only female in my class out of mm -hmm. like 28, 29. Um, so the whole film class, I was one, it was just one of me, one, one woman. And, um, it was all men, um, which was fine. I'm, you know, I was raised around all men or whatever. So I never had an issue or felt kind of like defeated or like they were competition. But I can say like, I use that to my advantage now though. I hear so many times, so many of my clients, like they come back to me or um, let's say if they, they were previously working with the male and then they, you know, now that I'm a female kind of working with me, I hear all the time, oh my God, it's so much more easier because not only do you know, um, not only do you know how we're supposed to pose, like as far as like body wise, you know, I know what makes their hips poke out. I know what's their good side, you know, so I pay attention to different female traits that most men may not notice or even really care about. Um, and also too, being like, it's a whole stigma with men being like the creepy photographer. Mm -hmm. So you might have a bra strap falling down and they don't want to touch it or they, they might not even say something. Or if your nipple was showing, of course, <laughs> they're not going to say shit or whatever. But me, I'm just like, oh, no, girl, let's get this. Let's move this up here. I'm all in their pants. Like, you know, so I'm very hands on. Um, and they love it. I get great feedback for that. And like I said, I use it to my advantage now because it is a male dominated industry. But lately it has been a lot of more, a lot more female uh, photographers popping up, which I love to see, you know, I love it. Oh. I was going to ask if it was an advantage or a disadvantage. I feel like there's probably obvious disadvantages, but I could imagine how like women would feel way more comfortable shooting yeah. with you. Honestly, I haven't found a disadvantage yet because I come in where, where again, we're just not that overpopulated. Um, and they love to see it. Like a lot of people love to see female photographers getting busy, like, you know what I mean? Really jumping out there and, uh, and getting out there. Well, I can say the only disadvantage was... <laughs> So when I first first started photography, I got a lot of bullshit clients, right? I was just going to ask how many fake inquiries did you get? Exactly, right? So it was a lot of that. So um, to the point where I even used to, so, uh, well, let me jump back. So when I first started, like, promoting that I was a photographer or putting it out there on my page, um, I would have my face on a lot of stuff. And I got a lot of the bad, um, I guess, clients or whatever, where they were just honestly just booking just to just to be around me type of thing. Um, like they didn't really have no real businesses, no real need for content. Just, yeah. Just, just, yeah. Like they would literally, y'all, they would literally come to the shoot and then they'll just be like, all right, so what you doing after this? You want to grass under the the so, paper introduction maybe, is nuts. <laughs> like, yeah, and then away because I'm like, damn, they don't even take me serious, y'all. Like, I'm here really trying to put in work, and I'm really trying to uh, improve myself and grow. But all I'm getting is mail. When I tell you, it was like, <laughs> it was like probably eight men to 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 two women booking me when I first started. Sheesh. And was I'm like, frustrating, or was it like, like, was nasty, it nasty, are you like huh? is this gonna work? Is this frustrating? Is it like, okay, what's really going on? Like, is yeah, this how it's going to be for my whole career? 
because I love what I do, especially when I first started. And I and by the time I started getting paying clients, like I felt like I was pretty decent enough to be taken serious. So with that whole um, the men and stuff like that, it it discouraged me a little bit, but I changed the whole flow up. Right. So I took my face completely off my photography page where um, people didn't even know it was really me doing it or whatever. So I used to get a lot of like inquiries like. Um, when I would come to the shoot because I only had my logo. So when I transitioned, I only had my logo on my photography page. So right. I, I meet a lot of people either through uh, word of mouth or the hashtags. Hashtags are a really, really good source for marketing, right? Mm. So people that would never generally come across your page or don't even follow you at all, they may look up a, let's say, a Philly photographer or a Delaware photographer and boom, here you are. They right. like your work and that's kind of how they book. Um, which is a great thing. So it was a lot of times where I would come to the shoot and they're like, oh my God, I didn't even know you was a girl. Like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't even know you was a female woman. Um, and I was like, yeah, you know, intentionally. So when I did that, when I made that transition, oh my God, it opened up so much more. Um, and people actually taking me serious because they were booking for my my work and not necessarily who the photographer was at that point. So it changed now. It definitely changed. Right. That was I a had- funny, funny pivot from you actually being on the page to like fucking complete uh complete mystery on his work yeah it was a mystery and i loved i kind of liked it though i liked it though but like you're just now posting yourself again on your page yeah now just now because i have actual real clients (laughs) you get what i'm saying so when i took that whole portion out of it like it opened up so much better for me probably an obvious question but who do you prefer to shoot guys or girls Honestly, I love because I'm a woman. So I like I said, through, throughout the whole process, I love, um, you know, I love building the average woman up and to be complete somebody that's not as confident. And then once they take a look at them pictures, I get a lot of like, oh, my God, that's me. You know, so I get a lot of surprise mm-hmm. reactions. So I love that process. However, men are so much more easier to shoot. Like you guys literally don't care at all. You just be like, yeah, so mm-hmm. what I what I need to do? Like, yeah, you give them a couple poses and they were like, oh, that's good. So go. you guys are so low maintenance that it's so easy to shoot you guys, but women are more reoccurring. So I will, I'll probably still would say woman. I like yeah. the challenge. So yeah, cool. no, obviously it's guys. You just said it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so, all right. So the last one, like technical focus, but so do you, would you rather shoot like product shooting or like actual shoots or event shoots? Actual shoots. What do you mean? Like people? Yeah, like, like I, I was gonna like I didn't want to go like too vague with it, but like I like there's couple shoots, wedding shoots. Obviously, you don't really do, but like couple shoots, and then like actual like model shoots compared to like I know you do your product like shoots too, but usually that's like a girl modeling it. Yeah, but I feel like you do a lot of like event shoots as well. Yeah, no, I honestly don't do a lot of event shoots. So I started the events through um, one of my uh, uh, girlfriends from Philly. She has a big. Um, luxury um event planning service so she asked me to start doing photography for that and the events were so big that i met so many different people there so the networking was amazing you know what i'm saying i would come home with three inquiry i mean you know with three possible clients or reoccurring people that kind of see me throughout that so i love that aspect of it and then of course her her events are like literally drop dead gorgeous so they're luxury so i love that however my favorite thing to do is definitely people like products are cool and all that and stuff like that, but I don't get to talk to the to, to the to the clients. Yeah, so I love actually being there. I love listening to the music, you know, watching them have a good time, like enjoying it, them laughing. So that's my favorite part of it. Um, yeah, products are boring. I feel like candid shoots are kind of dope though. Yeah. To somebody uh, getting in the game, would you say how would you tell them to get 
the easiest way, it's, maybe it's not easy, but how to get consistent clients. Ooh, influencer, influencers. Mm. Um, mm. Huge part of the game and actually was a big, big uh, transition for me. So when I started doing um, page shoots and stuff like that, I wasn't getting the following because I didn't have a big reach at the time. Obviously, when you're starting a page, you have very, you know, limited uh, followers, but um, so I work with this, um, this influencer, um, she's from Miami, but she's in Delaware now. Her name is uh, pretty hot. Um, so I started working with her. She had a great following at the time and we can kind of like work something out where, um, I was able to shoot for her for free and you know what I'm saying? She kind of posts for me. So I use that marketing kind of technique and then from, it was, it was up from there literally because of her reach, you know, so many different people loved her pictures and was like, Oh my God, who did this? Um, and because I have that girl touch much different from men. So um, they liked it. It was, it was a very, it was soft. Again, you know, I, I, I kind of, when we kind of got like familiar with each other, uh, we shout on a like ongoing basis, whatever, where we was actually able to like really create some great magic. And to this day, like five years later, those some of my favorite shoots that I've, you know, done um, was with her. So I would definitely say grab an influencer. You already should be doing free shoots, honestly, um, in my opinion, because like you just don't know really what you're good at until you learn. I feel like you have to shoot to learn. Like you have to continuously do shoots. You have to continuously try and, and, and work at it, like train, just like anything else. So doing free shoots is kind of like the training period. Um, mm -hmm. So definitely do free shoots and then grab a, um, grab a influencer. So with the uh, free shoots, would you say sometimes the opportunity maybe an influencer may give you for a free shoot is bigger than a paid client at times? Of course. Yeah, of course. Um, and even to this day, even though I do pay shoots, don't get me wrong, I still do a free shoot. But again, it has to come from me. So if I notice somebody, I, I literally just hit somebody up the other day um, because of their influence and impact in the um, in the uh, in their community. I was like, hey, you know, I'll you know offer you for a free shoot. Da 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 da. Um, so we're actually um, planning our shoots right now, whatever. So that got a lot easier though. But again, it definitely helps build your clientele um, and just to get you exposure. Like you, we all need exposure. So definitely great. I would say to do that, yeah. It's kind of like paying for an endorsement. Yep. But you're paying it with trade. I'm playing it with trade, yep. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. All right, so like to deep dive a bit more and get out of the, not well, still in the photography, but so like you transitioned full time. You've got a son we already talked about. You yeah. did the, the part, or did, did have a regular job until like upwards of what, like last year, two years ago? How the yeah. fuck do you time manage single mom, dating, secondary career, regular career? Like, how, how is that juggle? Oh, my God. I was driving myself crazy. Mm. I was driving myself crazy. It got to a point where, um, again, I worked from home because we were, you know, throughout the whole pandemic, like during COVID, whatever. So what we've been home for, what, like two years during that time? Mm -hmm. Virtually working virtually. Um, it got to a point where, um, although I worked from home, I was still call out. Like, that's how much I hated it. Um, so for me, like mentally, that was a transition for me. I'm like, obviously, this is not going to work because it's becoming unhealthy now at this point. Like, I'm dragging my feet. So I became so unmotivated and um, it affected it. So I had to let it go. But it was hard. It was really hard at first because I was never in control of my schedule. So with having a nine to five, like, you kind of have to work around that. And then you throw a, a kid in there, you already working around their schedule. So I had limited time, like. Literally, the only time I had to work on my own personal stuff, like forget the me time. There was no self-care. There was no me time or whatever because you had all these other responsibilities. So you take all of that out of it. So you, you really don't ever get to relax. Um, and then you, you know, I mean, you do your personal stuff. But 
I would literally only kind of edit at nighttime. So I was up like two, three in the morning. So I wasn't sleeping. So I'm waking up cranky. Like it just, it just was a bad time overall. I just, it, I was not a fan at all. How long do you think you took to make the decision to say, all right, well, if I'm gonna follow this passion, I I gotta leave this situation. I'm yeah, that's yes. And like, how did you know you were like, like, because financially that's a risk too. To like, obviously you built your clientele up enough to where you're like, yeah, I feel like I can support myself. I can support my kid, whatnot. But like. Yeah. Was there a tell where it was like make or break or did you just hit like a, uh, I guess like a milestone goal where you're like, yo, I made enough this month. Yeah, I, I could definitely do it because I have this time to increase my shoots and whatnot. Yeah, I would say the last two years I've been sitting on that. I think, uh, you know, we probably all talked about that a few times, but yeah, sure. the last two years um, I've been sitting or playing with the idea of going full time with photography. Honestly, the biggest thing for me um, that I was most scared of was because I had a kid. Mm-hmm. Had I was, you know, had I been single, just not, you know, doing everything myself or whatever, I wouldn't have cared. Right. You told me I could find something to eat. But when you have to actually pay for, you know, for where your kid lives at, you have to pay for school, daycare, aftercare, um, all these different things, whatever. I was more so scared because, again, I'm a mother first. So all that other shit kind of goes to the wayside. But that's what took me the longest. But I think the would change. Um, it was probably earlier this year, last year. Um, I was, you know, kind of flirting with the idea of going full time, whatever. I had already built my clientele up. I have a lot of reoccurring clients, which is amazing. So they kind of kept the money in my pockets, which was great. But because I, you know, was still doing a nine to five, it was hard to fully like open my books up and kind of fully open that schedule up. So I felt like it was limited to me a little bit. And um, it wasn't a, it wasn't a good thing. But I'm a very like drastic decision maker. Again, I'll be I'll be flirting with the idea for years before one day I just be like, fuck this shit. I'm 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 just doing it, whatever, you know. And it literally kind of happened like that, whatever. I came up on a, um another opportunity that I were doing, another business opportunity that I have going on, and after that, it was up. There we go. It was so up. Like, yeah. You're you're at the point now to where like your your like photography schedule is pretty much full. Yeah. Like you're booked yeah. up for like months. Like, like a month, a month and a half in advance now. So you're like, that's, that's fucking dope. So you're not like, you're at the point where it's not like, how can I get more clients? It's kind of like, yeah, when do I start charging more? Yes. And then listen, all of my like colleagues, like photography or videography friends and stuff like that. I'm talking about, they be ready to kill me. Like you charge what, you know, still. Um, and even that, even that tactic, um, was, um, was very intentional. So my next goal is to, uh, get a studio. And for me, I feel like once I do have that house, that that office space that people can kind of like make it make sense with what they're spending with me, then I kind of feel better with, you know, charging up. Um, but in January, I am going up with my prices again. I just like to give people a heads, you know, heads up a, a few months notice. But yeah, I don't. It's, you know. it's, it's almost funny too. Cause one of my talking points was like, yeah, like when you discuss pricing with like people that like know you as a friend, like they're almost like a little overwhelmed, like, damn, you know, it doesn't cost like $50 an hour. Like, yeah, so, but like, it, 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 it's like, cause like yeah. you're not cheap, like you're not a, like cheaper, like you're not yeah. coming out of the house for like not shit. No, but, I've like, been doing this, think, doing this for over five years now, so I would never play myself. Think, like yeah, and, like yeah. that's why I like that's why it's kind of silly that like guys would book you just for the introduction, but like I don't think people realize when they're like, oh, I want a picture, or like I want to shoot, like now nah, this is like an actual investment, in, like yeah. your brand or what you want, like you're gonna have to come out of pocket for this. Yeah, key reason why I don't shoot a lot of people I know. 
Yeah, you know, like, um, is that like is that? I would say like that would be a little awkward talking pricing with people I know too. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna price you out, but like, here's my numbers, gang. My number, and that's yeah. what it is. It gets it gets weird, you know. It definitely gets weird when you have that um, money conversation with people that you do know because, uh, you know, it's it's just a weird stigma with photography. Like I said, a lot of people look at it as a hobby and not really like a real job. So they offer you bullshit prices or. Um, you know, just price ranges in general. Like fifty dollars, fifty dollars for a shoot and shit is insane to me. Um, <laughs> unless you're just starting out, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that's appropriate and that makes sense. But like I said, I've been published. I've been working with a lot of freaking people. Um, and I've been just my experience in general. I've been shooting for like I said over five years. So I'm just not going to. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm just not going for the for the small shoots or whatever. And that's okay. Like if you can't afford me, that's fine. But you know, maybe. Later on in life, we'll get to to the point where we can work together. But I'm never offended that you you don't want to work with me because of my prices. Because I have ten other people that will you know easily spend that. So I never mind. Isn't that somewhat weird though? Like when our friends start doing shit, and I know it's kind of like the Twitter thing always. But like, isn't it a little like interesting? Like when I was working at iHeart, like my friends that had businesses weren't like, "Deal, can you get me on air for five dollars?" No, you like you mm -hmm. know I don't dictate those prices. But like. Yeah. Same same time, you might know a DJ. You want him to DJ your wedding for fucking two hundred. When you know like that, the average rate is a thousand fifteen hundred. So right. It's, like, it's kind of like interesting how people think like, oh, we're friends. Like, dog, I'm clearing my schedule out of a potential slot. You're actually costing me money by being out here. I'm not yeah. trying to big time you, but like this is my schedule. I'm not trying to big time you, but like you're gonna cost me money if I do a fifty hour shoot. But it's a no for me, though. Like, yeah. So no good. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's still a no. Yeah. I'm you, you yeah. though. Yeah. You're cool, though. Don't get me wrong. You're cool as shit, but nah. I'm good. That's what's up. Like, I can pass have it. Have at it. Yeah, man. I, I'll tell you what, man. Like, outside of John, you're probably the best at taking pictures I know for me, for my Insta. Outside of John? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I may have the most pictures on both of y'all's Instagram. I may have been the photographer for, for both of them. Honestly, I'm gonna take that credit right now. Who said that? I'm going to tally it up one day and be like, I took that, I took that, I took that, I took that. So I don't know. I might have to step in the lane and you know what I mean? get, it, get in that slot. I ain't going to hold you up. I mean, that's cool or whatever, but that's that's debatable. That's yeah. debatable. Yeah, I feel like uh, it's pretty, yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty spot on. I don't know. I feel like I might take the best pictures. People people really don't understand. Like, I put Brie on the photography. What? Um, <laughs> what we be talking about? Like, what? I guess what people don't realize is like I was in college. I took a few photography classes, and like my pictures were so fire. Brie was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna give that a go." Like, yeah, I was no, like, I I think you should. <laughs> people don't know that you take you've taken a few photography classes, right, Dale? Like, you have a you have a good knowledge of the camera. I got a few shoots in my fucking book. You feel me? Like, yeah. I, got, I got a few shoots. Yeah, if you call them that, like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I got a few shoots. I got a few like action shoots, a few engagement shoots. I, I was. Fucking very important to people's lives at that yeah. point. Like, no, 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 for sure. Yeah. I'm not going to fucking argue about it. Something like that's a known fact. I met you at a party and I put you on the photography. Too fast. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for that, Dylan. Um, I don't know who I, where I would be if it wasn't for you. Well, thank God you were at um at the Bernie's house party in 2005. Yeah. Thank okay. God for that. Shout out to Collage. Yeah. So. <laughs> Shout out to Collage. Thank God for that. What Collage Denim. Shout out to Collage Denim. I don't know if they're still denim, but yeah, shout out to Collage. Oh yeah, I don't know. I see. Uh, I see Matt still doing his thing, though. Um, oh yeah, so he's still here. Yeah, he's definitely still active. He's definitely still active. Matt, yeah. Matt, uh, another guy. People don't realize like all the people that have wore his clothes and and done all this. He's been doing it so long. Matt been doing this shit since before, since we were in what high school? Oh, Matt made me a shirt freshman year. 
Yeah. Give me another yeah. Shirt, sophomore year. Oh yeah. six, oh seven. Yeah. Facts. I think, I think it started in 07. Like, how do you know that, John? But yeah. I, saw I was wearing the shirt to school. Did <laughs> 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 you say like 07 on it? Yeah, you say, at first it was Bernie Denham, and then it changed to collage and it was established. You would have to the date on it. Oh shit. Yeah. Little background, nice. Yeah. First it was Bernie Denham and he had a little monkey logo. Yeah. Um, yep. Hundred percent. So shout out to him. Shout out to that house party. Shout out yeah. to their, their Never parents. Wow. Divorce. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know, John. You want like anything else you want to deep dive on the, the what's it called? The I mean, she aspect? laid it out. I mean, I feel like she answered what we asked. Uh it is crazy to see how far it then came. Uh as a friend, That's honestly you can say we proud of you, you know. We didn't seen it from the Thank jump you. till now. You know what I mean? Yeah. See it grinding and see it, see it growing. It's, it's, it's good to see. Thank you, you guys. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, you guys literally were there since day one. Yeah, one you have a, a, a very impressive clientele now. Thank you. I very try. Clientele list. I really do try. I'll jump aside, but yeah. I was thrown away by the like the billboard. I was like, oh shit. That was, yeah, yeah, that was that was yeah. Drop that, that in the cool. That's that cool. crazy. Yeah. On a billboard, that's fucking nuts. This shit's on ninety five. Yeah. This shit is crazy. Uh, yeah, what's going on that here? That was fire. Now that y'all say that, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was like year yeah, two. I, too, I, like. I downplayed the shit out of it because um, I just have a much bigger ceiling. Like I just want to see so much more from this photography shit, and um, until I get to a place to that place or where I feel like my goal is or one of my goals, like, that's when I get impressed. So you yeah. feel like next on the block is the studio or you got something you Oh that's yeah, for? that's one of no that's yeah, that's one of my goals for sure. Um that's the that's the goal that I'm working on right now, trying to obtain a studio. Um that's been in the works for I would say the last year. Um so that would be my next goal though. But ultimately when I start working for I really wanna be so if you guys wanna know, I really mm -hmm. wanna be like that go to photographer for uh let's say cover shoots, cover photos for um, magazines or um, album covers and stuff like that. I want to be known as that like problematic cool. photographer, like mm -hmm. that goes outside of the box or is not really, uh, you know, afraid to try these like crazy different things. So yeah, that's, that's where I'm going. Album covers would be sick. That would be crazy. Album covers. Yeah. I want to be that go-to photographer. Like, no, I know she's going to kill this shit. So let me hit, let me hit B up. That's where I want to be. And you've got no interest in wedding shoots. Yeah, I mean, not that I don't like uh, the wedding shoots. Um, they pay great. Don't get me wrong; they pay great. Um, it's just a lot. It's a lot. Again, I like to have fun with my shoots, right? And I like to be in control of that. So, with when it comes to weddings, you're on their schedule. It's a one take thing. Like you don't really get to a chance to mess up. Like you have to get it right, especially during the ceremony. If your camera goes out or if the lighting is fucked up, there's there's no fixing it. Like you you better do some crazy like photoshopping. But outside of that. No, you gotta come. You gotta come correct. So you don't really get to be create as creative in um in wedding shoots either. So I don't my have, I don't have fun. I don't. I like having fun. My buddy was just telling me his breakdown for DJs and like photography, and I didn't realize both of them cost like fifteen to two two thousand. Oh yeah, photography like goes it. up. It's a great bag, great bag for weddings, but yeah, that's just nuts. They're there for like three hours. I get a quick fifteen hundred. All right, yeah, that's enough. Easy, easy, because it's a wedding label on it at that too. So the same type of shoe can literally go for five hundred. You add mm -hmm. wedding on top of it, boom, it's two grand. Mm. You imagine you do two weddings a week, that's three thousand, you have like yeah. twelve thousand a fucking month just off yeah. eight weddings. Yeah. But then imagine like busting your ass not being happy. Just I'm not trying to talk you into it. I'm just saying yeah. I was kinda of surprised about how much it costs. Yeah. 
You know, I might get back in my photography bag. Who knows? I'll start shooting us on weddings. I'll show you some shit, dude. I'll show you some shit. I can show you some shit, dog. That's what I was trying to tell you, dog. What the fuck? I'll show you a couple <laughs> things. You yeah, make you look rusty now and shit. You look rusty. Yeah. It's all right. Like, I, you know what? It's whatever. Um, all right, man. Uh, want to transition? Yeah. Go for it. Are we done, like, the, the career talks? And yeah. That's like anything else you want to plug in? No, I um plug the page. Say that again. Oh yes, definitely. So follow me on if anybody has any interest for content, new businesses, branding ideas. Um, hit me up at Just B Photography. So J U S T B Photography on Instagram. It'd be like a black and white logo. Um, keep everything pretty uh simplistic, clean, straight to the point. Definitely. What's the What's the B stand for? Uh, just me. My name is Bree. So mm, kind of okay. play off my uh my name. Wow. And I think wow. it's catchy. I think wow. it's catchy. Nice, man. Yeah. I wanted to transition into dating with kids, but I don't feel like that's like a hard hitter now. Yeah. Um, I guess at our age, like everybody has them. So it's not like a. Yeah. Yeah. It's not yeah. A thing. Most people. I mean. Not most, because me and you. What are we, like 30, yeah, 30 now? Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. 30. I mean, I don't, but. You said I look 30? No, I said I don't have kids. So like, and John doesn't either. I have kids. John. John got kids. Working on it. So I guess you're next. There it is. Yeah. Oh, do you have no? But dating, I mean, we can we can definitely touch base on that. I mean, I'm so like I'm curious. So like I like, I don't think it's that hard for the girls. I guess it depends on like the support system they have around them. But like, yeah. I've never asked a girl like, is there a limit for like how many kids a guy could have? Where you would be like, oh, it's a little iffy. It's weird. So when I first became a mom, like the first I would say two years, I was like, yeah, I'm definitely not. I don't I don't want to date anybody with kids, which is just crazy. Like honestly, I was like. I would say that's pretty slow of me to even say that shit as a parent because not even looking on the other kind of point of view, like obviously you have a fucking kid. So like, how could you say that? Um, but it was more so like, I didn't want to deal with the other parties. I didn't, I didn't want to deal with like the baby mom drama or whatever that looked like. But again, I was very young at the time. So I was still in my twenties. So now at 30, like having a kid, like I don't even care. Like I hope you have kids at this point because you understand more, you know? So it's hard to, uh, it's hard to date the guy that doesn't have a child yet because he doesn't understand the time, right? Mm. You know, obviously your your child comes first and shit like that. And you might not see me that much, you know, throughout the week or whatever. You you might fuck around and see me on a weekend or whatever the case is. But I'm not, I've always been big on um, um, not allowing random people to come, you know, over my house or even meet my, my kid. Like, not a lot of people know my kid. You might see him on Instagram or social media or through like, you know, my friends or family, but... No, I would say for for the most part, nobody meets my son unless I know you're, you know, really serious about, you know, us type of thing. But no, that's an interesting perspective I never thought about. I guess like you couldn't understand the time commitment if you're not around kids. Yeah. If you don't like, yeah, like that, that's a huge time commitment. It's not like you could be like, yo, slide. Like, well, it's Tuesday. No. I have to take my kids to school tomorrow. Like. Yeah. I don't like have I don't have a sitter on the whim like like I'm making dinner like what are you yeah, talking like, about? Like I have to feed him and do his homework and shit like it's not like a, a whole thing, um. But there's not like a specific number. You're like, oh, buddy's got four. Let me chill. 
think it's more so like the amount of mothers you have with that shit. Like that's fair. Yeah, yeah it's that's fair. because all right, like you know, what I mean, you you meet somebody. Let's say somebody you know has three, four kids, but they're all by the same parent or whatever. Cool, it's a lot less to deal with and shit like yeah, that. Hundred percent. If you got four or five baby moms and shit, I'm just like, all right, first of all, like you couldn't pick not one of them. Yeah. <laughs> you can't find one to fuck with, right? right? So it's that it's that standpoint. But outside of that, um, for the most part, if you have everything together as far as everything in line, like I don't want to see like a whole bunch of drama and shit. Like I understand like things do happen because nobody's perfect, right? Nobody relationship is perfect, even in a co-parenting like um, situation. But for the most part, if you got that shit under control, um, but my biggest thing is like actually seeing you take care of your children. I don't even care if you have two or three kids. I don't even care. As long as you take care of them and everything is like straight on that end, I'm fine with it because they understand more. Like, Just not dating a deadbeat. Yeah, I'm not dating a deadbeat. Absolutely not. Yeah. I'd like, I'd, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll probably cut ties. Probably wouldn't even get that far because I would notice that right away. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You see, the case. you see the different things like red flags for sure. I was curious. So like, I, this will go on to my next one. Um, and kind of back to the career, but do you think, like, have you ever met, like, or got the vibe that guys are intimidated that you're so established in your career already when they talk to you? Um, not at this point, no, because I don't necessarily date people that, um, I wouldn't say not established, though, but I feel like the last the last few years, I've definitely been dating men that, um, lead me in, gang. Yeah, they all have business, doing great in their nine to five, or, um, mm-hmm probably make more to me so i haven't really had that issue i've i've definitely changed the the type of man that i dated <laughs> over these last few years though so i haven't run into that problem where i feel like people are like nah she's too much for me um i don't really get that all right leave me in and this can be a, a universal conversation so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm glad you took that so could you date a guy that makes less money than you yeah i wouldn't mind uh based off of his uh his drive right yeah so if I can see, like, he definitely has potential, um, super hungry, he tries different things, or he's, like, really out there trying to get busy with whatever that looks like, um, I'm okay with that. You feel me? I'm okay with helping him build whatever he needs to or whatever, starting a business, starting a career, uh, whatever that looks like and stuff like that. But you have to show me you have, like, some sort of initiative to want more for yourself, right? So if you just said, freaking, you work at uh, Walgreens or some shit like that, you're like, no, like, um. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a supervisor now. I'm straight. Like, you feel me? Like, I'm, I'm cool. Like, I'm yeah. Here. yeah. And I probably wouldn't. Um, but if you, you know, you were at Walgreens and shit like that, and you starting a clothing brand, and, and, you know, you have all these different ideas, I might fuck with you. Like, I really might. So it's not so much about the the number that you have in the bank. It's, it's, it's more so based off of you, like your different traits that you kind of, like, have. Um, and then we can work with it. But like, I'm yeah, go, I feel I'm like, not a bigger, so it's it's not yeah. like that's like my my focus point, you know. Yeah, so. I feel like that's like like so you date the dreamer, but I feel like like theoretically that sounds good, but like also like if you're accustomed to a certain lifestyle and it's like yeah, all right, like I want to go to Cancun this summer, and it's like uh, I don't have the trip money this summer, like yeah, I'm barely Wait, getting married. Putting the bill is the question. No, I, well, I'm not going to go to split the bill yet, but no, like, no, yeah. no, 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 I'm saying foot the bill. The yeah, like, are you paying for the trip there? Like, because like, that would be a situation. Paying like, for the trip. paying for the trip. That's the um, that's like you would have to be the main, <laughs> like, yeah, like you would have to be the main source of the household at that point. Like, you would be that. So, we're, we're paying for the trip. Like, all right, I got 
I got the hotel. Like, do you got like everything else? Like, do you got the restaurants? Nah, the motherfucker at Walgreens. He's dreaming. He's about. He's got. No, stuff. like, wait, you could yet. be a great. Like, don't get me wrong. Just because you're at Walgreens, don't mean you have um horrible spending habits. You know what I'm saying? No. You could have a bag saved up, but you just here right now. So it's different. But I would prefer not to pay for everything. Right. Um, <laughs> honestly, just keeping it real. But you know, if you ask me, like, babe, did it a. You feel me? This shit caught tight right now. Da, da, da. Like, do you mind like getting the joint? I'm gonna get this. I'll go ahead. Like, I'm I don't care about that shit. Like, I'll do it. I prefer not to, but I I don't mind. So that's your your consistency is like, yeah, like they could make less than me, but they need to have the ambition to make more than me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. I I do try to have a provider um as my husband. So I don't I don't want to confuse that. I don't I don't want to be in charge of my household like in that own in my own sense or me being a woman I I be in charge of a couple different things though, but I definitely want that manly man. I definitely want him to be a provider. I want him to take control of the household, you know. So I I, I look for that. So with that, I don't necessarily feel like me dating people that are kind of like just Coasting. Not wanting more or not really knowing what they want out of life and shit like that probably will will mesh well. I don't I don't think so. Uh, yeah, so I, I get what you're saying. So you have to be financially secure. You don't have to be rich. Um, yeah. No. could you before because you just said a lot, Bri, and I'm gonna deep dive into all that in a second. But John, could you date a girl that makes more money than you? Uh, for sure. Yeah. I don't. I I don't yeah. When it comes to our side, I don't think. I mean, I guess it is some guys that'll be like, nah, I can't do it. Yeah, I got to put the food on the table. I mean, honestly, if you making good money, she just making better money. I mean, what's what's really the problem? And honestly, everything she said you could still do. It's just the fact she just make more. So you could pay all the bills and she Mm -hmm. still make more money. You could pay for the trips and she still make more money. But I feel like as long as you ain't being belittled in the crib or you don't feel no type of way or your mental health is cool with the situation yeah. and you're not looking at yourself as less of a man. Yeah. So for me, I honestly wouldn't look at myself like less than because she making more than me. But also, like she said, you will hope somebody will build you up in that moment. Like if you do got a passion or something, she could, you know, throw a little, 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 little oop for you to help you out. And shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree with the key point of that is that, like, yeah, if I'm doing good, I don't mind if she's doing better. Right. Yeah. Like, if I was fucking bullshitting and I was, like, barely getting by and she was just stunting, I'd be like, oh, I need to, like, get my fucking shit together. Right. Yeah. But if I'm making 100 and she's a fucking neurosurgeon making 225, I'm not mad at that. Like, yeah, yeah. you can have at that. Girl. That doesn't hit my ego at all. Yeah, not a single thing. The only thing that it would come down to, like John said, if she starts to uh, belittle you because she does make more, right? Mm. So she's like on her high horse, like, yeah, you bitch ass nigga, I make more than you. Like, you feel me? Like, (laughs) shit like that. (laughs) Then it's going to be a problem. But like majority wise, if you guys already have an understanding, like y'all are, y'all are real partners, like, you know what I'm saying? Best friends or whatever the case is. Mm. I don't feel like it would be an issue if, if, if she's a decent person, I'd imagine you would kind of know her a lot already to, to the point where you don't feel like she'll do that though but I feel like that's the only time where it would be an issue for you guys if she starts to talk down yeah and I feel like the belittlement shit would really come like more so if you're a dependent like if yeah. I'm already established you're not gonna talk down to me because you make more money because I could just dip and still live fine by myself now so counter question for you guys though but so she does make more but what if every time she goes up in her salary she wants her lifestyle to go up and you only make a hundred thousand, right? So you may not want to live um, in high rises or 
um, this crazy mansion and shit like that. But because she makes this dollar amount, what if she does? Like, so but how if would I make a hundred thousand and she makes two hundred thousand? We're in a high rise. Yeah. And we're, we're comfortable. Yeah. yeah. I guess I'm saying like, like, a, 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 like a, dramatic, a dramatic difference. So let's say you make 50. I couldn't she do that. Well, I, and I couldn't do that. I would have to be like, because even at a hundred, at a hundred at our age. Well, hold up. Is she okay with you making the 50 or is yeah, she not? she's fine with it. But my question is because of her increase in salary, now her uh, lifestyle is, is going up now. I mean, I think she wants, that's. She a, wants you, and she still wants you to be a provider, right? So right. with that being said, like, yeah, I, I want a five-bedroom story house now. Like, are you going to be able to afford that and shit like that? Like, will you keep up with her? So will you change your career path to match what she wants? I think at that moment, that is when you get the gut check and you're like, okay, well, I need to be doing more. Whether it's getting another job or or in that know. meantime, maybe maybe she could make the sacrifice for if you think school is the route for you to get a degree and make X amount of money or whatever it is, I would just feel like, as long as we on the same page, we can make this shit happen. Like, yeah. if it is, oh, I need, I need to, I need to sacrifice two years, yeah. all year round school, blah blah blah, to do this. Um, but if, like I said, if she talking crazy and it's like you can't keep, like, yeah, you might as well just dip. I mean, it ain't, it ain't worth the headache if you getting talked crazy too. But if she ain't talking crazy and she with you, and you also motivated yourself as the dude, I don't see the problem in that. Yeah. If you if you got if you got to take an L for two years and grind your ass off, it is what it is. Yeah, I'm not grinding my ass off unless I want to, though. Yeah, I mean that that would be what I would hope the the guy would do. And like I said, but if you saying, like if I already that, make a comfortable, comfortable salary, like if I'm in the 80th percentile for salary as it is, mm -hmm. and my girl's like, yeah, we have to be like fucking, we got to touch a hundred mil, and I'm like, I'm not working myself to death, bitch. I I would rather take vacations and enjoy my time and like live luxury luxury but like i don't we don't have to have fucking phantoms right and it's so like I, that's I guess the difference. That was my question is that a, is that a turning point for you guys like where she she wants more and shit like that but you're completely like fine with how you live and you know you, you make a great amount of shit like that but she want to keep up with the joneses would that become an issue for you that would i think that would be a like a big relationship personality thing because like i'm not going to be with anybody that feels like they need to like do that like that's that's not where my happy point in life is mm -hmm. Like, I want to be wealthy enough to where, like, yeah, I drive a nice car, I live in a, a dope spot, and I can take fucking six vacations a year, and I'm not stressing about money. That's yeah. my shit. I don't need the private jet. Mm. Yeah. Now, if you need a private jet, and that's your goals, and our goal-oriented shit is very far off. So that that's probably a bigger dynamic than the actual financial situation. Yeah. Okay. I, I would try. But like I said, if, if it ain't in me, then, yeah, I'm probably not going to do it. But if it was in me to see... Yeah, honestly, I think that shit would motivate somebody as well. Like, damn, yeah. she's fucking going crazy. But <laughs> like, like Dill said, if you stack it, yeah. yeah. If you don't give a fuck, it's different. But if you the type that can be uh inspired or motivated by your partner, I think that should have just give you more drive, honestly. And yeah, like I said, she's not going if she really loves you, she's not just gonna let you sit there and sulk in your fucking pain and not making enough money. She's gonna be like, All right, well, what you wanna do? What you trying to do? What can we do? Let's start a business together. It, it could be some shit like that. Yeah, I honestly cool. think there's like big and different end goals in that like hypothetical situation. Yeah, it depends. Well, I think it depends. It's very, like it's very different from the wife being like at 100k and being like, y'all want to hit 200, and you're sitting there at 30 working at fucking Walgreens, like we said, and you're like, y'all, I'm fine doing this. And then there's another thing where you're completely established, making great money, but you just don't want to be a millionaire. I, that that would just be a, like a personality difference that that's yeah. probably not going to work out in the end anyway. Yeah. yeah.
definitely think it's important um, to know who you're with in that sense then because, like, I mean, at our big old age, though, like, I feel like we should definitely be, uh, yeah, asking questions and, do, and doing the mm-hmm. background checks and shit like that before. No, one of my first times I talked to when I started meeting people, it's like, yo, what's, what's like, first, like, first couple of days I started talking to someone, like, yo, what's, so what's, what's your plan, yo? Like, what are you like? What are, what are we doing here? Yeah, like what? Like what's your end goal here? Like what do you see? Like you don't have like a, like a five year trajectory you're trying to follow, or like where do, where do you want to be? Like by forty, like because that's we're at thirty now. It's like the big John's forty. Like where I don't want to be the same spot. Like I don't have to be filthy rich, but I don't want to be at the same spot at forty. Like I, I want the beach house and shit. I don't need a phantom, but I do want a beach house. Both of y'all, how early is how early is too early for that question to be asked for both? I asked early, bro. I asked within like the first couple of days of like talking. Yeah, I shit. Well, question. A, I feel like that's a great. First two day question, like you know, what I mean, yeah. just to be like, so what do you got going on? Um, oh, oh, where are you taking it? And it doesn't have to be super, like, you know, weird. Where you to the point where how much do you make and shit like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. To the point, like, oh, so what do you want out of it? You can ask it in a very uh simple way where it doesn't make them feel uncomfortable or threatened by the conversation, but in a way like, hey, you know, oh, so where are you trying to take that shit? Like, that's dope. You feel me? So. I do think it's important to get it out the way, though, and to kind of have a good gist of what they want out of life. Like, we're not sitting here bullshitting anymore. We, I feel like we've reached an age where um, it's it's important to be intentional about who we're dating now. Like, we're not we're not doing this shit for fun no more. So, and like, I'm not gonna belittle you if you don't have like as yeah. serious as career aspirations as me. Like, yeah. if your if your aspiration is to find something you like, like if I'm dating a teacher and she's like, I love teaching, it'll max out at sixty five thousand. Yeah. I get my summers off. I make 40 right now or whatever the fuck it is. But like, this is my job. This is what I want to do in my life. That's completely fine with me. Like I'm, I'm yeah. all the way happy with that. That's what's up. We're on the same page. But yeah. I, what I'm not going to do is like a girl's like, yeah, I need to find a guy. that's like kind of like, I'm going to be a housewife. And, and this, that, that's what I'm not going to do. Right. That's, that's where you lose me at. I was going to ask you, are you guys comfortable with um, being the sole provider? Like in every single thing? Also her cars, her her giving her money to spend, um, her bills, like every single thing. Like, where I do want, you guys kind of draw the line at? Does she need to have something, whether it's a job or are you comfortable with the housewife? I want kids. I don't want a wife kid. Like, <laughs> yeah, we 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 definitely had this talk before. So, um, I, I'm back and forth with it. One day I might be like, okay, the housewife idea, that's cool. Uh, you just gotta grind, and and she also gotta be okay with me being away. Like you ain't about to try to creep off while I'm away and shit, because I'm busting my ass to support all this shit. Yeah. At the same time, it is like, okay, you do want your woman to be somewhat motivated and maybe make her own money if if that's in her plans. But I'm back and forth with it. I think it's situational more so than anything. Like, what are you doing at the house? Are you are you are you making sure everything is good? There's shit to do at the house. There's for sure plenty of shit to do at the house, and we can yeah. also hire a maid, and like that'd be fine. But <laughs> if your wife is the so, you know, you feel me that that per, that's, that person that is in the household that let's say what she might even homeschool. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like she yeah, might even dope. homeschool. She takes care of everything. She takes care of you. She even helps you with your business. So I feel like if it's a situation like that, it may not be that bad because she's still helping, um, you know, you guys get money or whatever. But what if it's completely like she's just spoiled? She just want to go shopping and shit too. She had brunch with her girlfriends and shit. Like, like, it's like, that's all like, that's cute. And like, that's like, like, that's cute idea and whatnot. I was just having this conversation with my buddy Kyle. And it's like, yo, like, realistically, like how, like how, 
shit set up now with like that whole like guy sole provider shit is like fucking 70 years outdated as far as inflation and cost of living goes like an average mm-hmm. income per salary and, and and difference in income and whatnot like the whole thought process behind thought process behind that hasn't actually made sense logically in fucking 60 years so i, I understand it and like i have good career aspirations and whatnot and i do well now and like end goal i'll probably be a B- vp or whatnot and I'll have to work 60 hours a week and that's fine. Like I'll, I'll do that and you can work your 40 and our average income together will probably be fucking nuts. And we'll yeah. take our six vacations a year and our kids or what's it called. And I'll still be able to catch football games, basketball games and spend time with my kids. What I'm not going to do is work my hundred hours a week, not be able to spend any time with my family or my kids and miss out on all these moments just because like you have this idea that like I need to be the sole provider. That doesn't make any sense to me. I respect that. Yeah. Yeah. A question for both of y'all. Uh, do you think there's a point where you could be overworking yourself? Is it the point where you're missing out on that? Is it the point where you're missing out on the love life? What, what do you think that is? Um, I do. I do for feel sure. like, you uh, You know, I try to keep a great balance of um, working really hard and then still having fun, right? Because at the end of the day, if, if we're gone next week and shit like that, like what? Did I really enjoy my life other than making money? Because to me, like uh, making money is not the end all, right? Um, so I still want to, um, I still want to be able to enjoy, you know, all the fruits of life um, along with the people that I love. Like, so I still want to have those memories because once the money gone, like, what is what is there for you to remember? So um, I'm big on having just as much fun as you do working, but again, at the same time, make it make sense. Like, I'm not going broke just to have fun type shit or whatever, but. I do enjoy, you know, my me time now. So I created the life where I'm able to do both. Um, and that's a non-negotiable for me. Like, I'm, I'm still going to enjoy life. Like, sure. it definitely was a point where um, I was just fully focused on work because I felt like I just had to be at this certain place and da-da-da. Mm. But I was very unhappy, too. Mm. I didn't have any time for myself. I didn't have any time for my friends. So it just was, it just got to a weird place, though. So I definitely do feel like you can overwork yourself. And that's not good. It's, I don't think that's good for your mental or your business. Or your career, you know, whatever the case you have going on. But I don't we're, think it's all, we're all at least 30 now. Uh, yeah. If we're fucking blessed, we got another 50 years left. Mm-hmm. Um, another 30 years working, hopefully. Not a fucking shot I'm going to spend the next 30 just not getting any experiences in. And just right. working, working, working. Yeah. So I can be super fucking loaded at 65. Yeah. No. No. I'll, I'll always be financially secure. I'll always have enough money to be like, look nice and like have like a different experiences and shit i do not need to like work my ass off just to say like i'm doing better than everybody else i don't give a fuck right yeah i do i do care less completely agree all on the same page there it's just not realistic the whole like it's just not realistic i mean for some people it is like money is a lot um and i get it especially for people that don't really come from much so you're like constantly working, trying to work your ass off just to meet this idea in your head where you're supposed to be and shit like that, but you miss out on a lot. And I do have friends that do like the single household income shit, and but they live frugal. And I don't want to live frugal. Like, I don't want to have to shop at fucking Costco's. And nothing wrong with Costco's because they got fucking banger deals. But like, I don't want to have to like shop in bulk and meal prep and do all this shit and like have to no. plan. I can't like just be like, yeah, I kind of want to take a trip. Like, I, I want to be able to do that. And yeah. like, that doesn't necessarily, like I wouldn't, I don't get enough ego boost enough. It like, doesn't make me feel like good enough to be like, oh, I'm single providing for the household to where that would replace all those family vacations and time spent. It just doesn't yeah. make sense to me. Don't make sense to me either. I agree. And every single person that overworks herself and dies 
like that's a regret. Yeah, it's crazy. I was just reading this uh, post today um, where it was highlighting the top five like regrets that people have mm-hmm. when dying, like on their on their deathbed. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the ones was like overworking to the point where mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't get to enjoy any other life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I literally say I wish I hadn't worked so hard. Every male patient. So yep. it was more men that said that than women, because obviously you guys, especially from, you have exactly. older men, so yep. from, stemming from that generation, older generation, I feel like a lot of them, they only work, like we didn't really get to live, so. And I know quite a, like, I know quite, I know quite a few, like, people that came from, like, super privilege, and, like, they all have this, like, I don't want to say they all, but a lot of them have this issue with their father of, like, well, he wasn't around for the games, and he wasn't really, like, he was a provider, but he wasn't that, and I would much rather my kids be, like, Oh, like, well, we didn't get fucking proudest for prom, but he was at every game. Right. But my dad showed me a lot. He yeah. was there. He existed. Like I, I didn't get the fucking range for my first car, but, like, my pop was there. And he's, I still got a Malibu. But, like, you, like, you, like, you know, like, fuck that. No, fuck that shit. That. I definitely agree with that. It just was interesting to see. Um, yeah. So a lot of That's people don't want to work to that deathbed. I really do think like, yeah, there's like, yeah, like I, I, I just like, I don't know. I think there's definitely like unrealistic expectation of like, you have to get rich. You have to get rich. You have to get rich. And they say it's probably adjusted for inflation now. But what, when I was reading the article five years ago, the happiest salary was between 75K and 110. Mm. And that was a survey of like 10,000 people. So like, like the happiest salary is 75 to 110, because like once you hit that 110 mark, and if you if you floated around it or got there yet, like you'll know, like yeah, there's a lot of fuck. Like that's a stressful job. It's a lot of time commitment. Like you're like you're thinking that like there's just a lot, and you just increase your expenses so fucking much as you make you more money. You just increase your expenses so much. You so more it's money, like, everything else goes up. Don't get me wrong though. I'm like I'm, I'm like the goal is to clear 200 easy. Like, but like fucking yeah. Like still, I, I'm not not gonna work myself to death at all. Not a shot. And I guess if my wife wanted to be a stay at home and we, we like we could work that out, I guess if I came across that, but I would, okay. <laughs> wouldn't be like it wouldn't be a, a it change. just doesn't it doesn't make sense to me like financially. Like if you had a selling point of like, yeah, we got three kids and instead of putting them in private, I'll homeschool them and that'll yeah. save us this, and that's the equivalent of me working my regular job anyway, then okay. Fine. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Um all right, I hit income difference, bill splitting. We kind of hit with the same thing. Uh, I already know this answer for both of you guys. So I don't even know if I have to ask. But like, when you're dating somebody, do you have to like, is there a certain time where you're seriously dating somebody that you hit a point of like, yo, like, all right, like I need to either like propose or get proposed to, or this is a waste of our time? Mm. You want to take that first? You got it, John. I don't know because I've been in some long time. Isn't it different coming from John because he is the the decider on there? Proposed to or get proposed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he would be the one proposing. Yeah, I, I guess his question would be: Is he more pressured to by a certain time? Oh, no, I like it. Would like even with guys, like I have friends that would be like, "Yeah, the relationship's great," but like I don't necessarily feel like like I want to propose or like anything like that. And I feel like if you're five years in, and you're like, oh, "I don't really feel like," unless you have something against marriage, then it's kind of like, "Well, I feel like you have some hesitancy for some reason," and like that's probably because you're not that sold. Yeah, I honestly don't know if there's like a, a a point where you just know. I mean, maybe there is. 
I don't know what that would feel like. Um, I feel like it's more so like you having discussions with your significant other, like making sure they solid in a relationship, uh, making you feel secure in what you're about to do. Cause I don't know about y'all, but I know about me. If I get married, I'm not really trying to get divorced. That should be trash. So I, I think it's more like making sure like the relationship is secure. Um, is there to me, is there a time now? Whether it take, I mean, some people might get married in a year, some people might be five. I think it's just more so uh your significant other. Are they gonna stand by you through that time? Are they gonna get are they gonna feel like I'm wasting my time since I'm not married? Um uh, it depends on whoever put more value in marriage. I think. Um, but for me, I don't really have necessarily have a time. I feel like when I do it, I do it. If I don't, I don't. But yeah, that's that's really what I got Do you feel like you have to get married, though? Do I feel like I have to? Like, could you just be like dating forever? Uh, in the past, I felt like that. But the more you talk to a woman, you feel you see how much that shit really matter to some women. And it's I mean, if you got a woman that that shit don't matter to, then it is what it is. You could marry her, in a, like I said, in a year or in 10 years. But if that shit means something to somebody uh, and you're not ready for it, then maybe you shouldn't be with that person. But if you feel like you're ready for it and you see a future with that person, then shit, pull the trigger. Fuck it. Okay. But for me, I don't I don't really got a time limit on it. I don't like to put time limits on on. Like I would say, like I said, I'm not trying to get divorced, so I wouldn't put no time limit on something as serious as that. So for me, it's more so just, I guess, gaining security in the situation. Yeah, I don't put time limits on stuff either. <laughs> so, 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 what's your take on it, <laughs> dude? That's easy for hey, me. Would you date somebody for five years and not marry? Yeah, not a shot. If I'm dating you for three years and I don't propose, I don't like you that much. Do you believe that though? Yeah, so you 100%. have a, so you have a time. Why? So you have a time. Yeah. yeah, I was being sarcastic. You know I'm big on time. Yeah. Right? Come on. So let's yeah, I don't, I don't, no, no, you know, you've been surprising me this last couple years, you know? So, um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm curious <laughs> on that though. Why? Why three years? Like, what's, what's it's like, I think like, yeah, after three years, like I know you enough to where it's like, yeah, I either really want to spend my life with you or like, I'm not that sold. And if I'm not that sold, I'm kind of like, let's go find other people that we're sold on. Yeah. But why, like, we're not getting any younger. Like, why waste each other's time? We're either, like, comfortable. You feel like that would be a waste of time, though? It's not, a, like, it's, if, if you're not going to be the person I want to spend forever with after three years, then, yeah, I feel like I'm wasting your time. So 100%. you feel like marriage is the only way you feel like you could want to spend forever with somebody? See, but that's why I was asking, like, do you believe in, like, dating forever? Because, like, me, like, marriage, like, I don't want to be the guy that does this. And, like, yeah, marriage is really just, like, a technical legal document that involves finances and the government. Um, so when you like, doing it, why is it important? To girls, because it seems like a lifelong commitment. So, like, I would do it off the, like, you know, like, I, this is my way of telling you I'm, I'm in this for life. Even though I don't necessarily believe in it, I would that that would be my like cosign of like yo here's 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 your real job. <laughs> making sense to you, John? <laughs> no, because I don't necessarily believe in that. Like I don't necessarily believe in the concept of marriage just because like why the fuck is the government involved on who your partner's with and why do you have to pay money on it and why are yeah. they involved when you get separated and like divorced and why do you like all that different shit doesn't make sense to me. 
But like, if that's what the girl needs is reassurance of like, I'm your lifetime partner, then yeah, I'll get married. And if, if that's what I believe, then yeah, after three years, if I'm dating you, we're either going to get married or we're not. Yeah. We're 30. Like, like either that or go find another guy while you still look nice. <laughs> How long you waiting, Bree? Say that again. You How out. long you waiting? Um, I'm I'm similar to John. I don't necessarily have a timetable. Um, I feel like I'm more so. Uh, I can I, I can feel where this is going. Like if it's, if it's not going nowhere and shit like that, let's let's just cut our ties here. Um, and then move on. Like so I don't. I'm big on not wasting my time. Um, especially at our age now. So it's just like if I if I sense that or through conversation where you're you're constantly telling me like no nah, I don't I don't want to be married or I'm not interested in this and I'm gonna have to head out. I'm not wasting my time or, or making somebody believe that they should be married to me um, in that sense, though. But what I'm not doing. Uh, so let's let's say if we're dating, I'm not dating you for two, three freaking years before you decide to make me your girlfriend or go to the next level and shit like that. Like, that's that's too much. I feel like you should kind of know if you want to be with me or not. In the that's first, a pivot, to me, I feel like the first the first couple months, the, by the by six months in, you don't know <laughs> You don't know if you want to make me your girlfriend or not. It's like, all right, bro, what are, what are we doing here? Right. What are we doing? That's yeah, half a year. Yeah. I had that That's debate, and I was, I was curious what you guys thought, like, the dating yeah. limit was on, like, when you have to go exclusive. I don't have a, I don't have an answer for, to speak on marriage, I don't have an answer for marriage because I feel like we just came on these grounds, right, where everybody around us is getting married. So mm -hmm. the pressure is there. Like, we see it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. We see it. I'm like, yeah, like. Yeah, they get married too. That's crazy. Like, they get married too. Like, this is wild. Like, you know, they were dating and then motherfuckers. I'm just out here fucking dating, right? So, yeah, yeah. What am I doing, right? But um, so you, you have you have that pressure of um, everybody else, and of course, everything is like right in our face now with social media. So it makes it more difficult. But I try not to compare, right? I try not to compare their relationship with my relationship, right? Because I feel like that's just a it's just not going to end well ever. Like if you if you kind of like have your basis based off of somebody else's relationship or their goals or their love, like it's it's just not going to work. So I try to keep you know um, my own opinion and my own mindset um, when I'm in relationships. But I'm not waiting forever for us to go to the next step. I'm just not like what what are we doing here? And to me, as the woman, it kind of feels like you haven't decided you want me yet, bro. Like what what what. What what are you confused about? Like, what are you waiting on? And for me, like, it kind of it kind of says like, oh, he's unsure about you. So in terms, I don't know. Y'all can have much different uh, perspectives no. where it comes into finance. Like, oh, I financially can't do this shit right now. Or um, I guess the yeah, question is for y'all: like, do y'all have a timetable on uh, being in a relationship in general? Hopping out of hopping out of the dating stage. Is there like? John, I don't know for you, Dylan. I feel like you're much more um, on timetables. John, I feel like you go based off of how you feel. That's 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 all that matters. That's why even the marriage thing is tricky. Not tricky, but it's just like I don't putting a timetable on when you about to marry somebody is crazy. It's crazy. Now, saying you, they ain't saying you going to do it or not. That's one thing. Yeah. Like saying, all right, all right. So somebody asks you, like, do you have the intentions to marry somebody? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's a good question. But when, come on, bro, don't be asking me when. Like, I don't know. I know what I know. But... Yeah. a wordsmith. You guys are both, like, just finessing your way out of those situations. I can see it. <laughs> no. not about, it's not about when. It's about if I have the intention to. Like, yeah, tell a girl that I've no. been dating her so, four years. So like, yeah, I want to marry you. I just don't know. Is, um, 
It ain't even we a don't dumb. Have to no, time. Like, we don't have a good. time period as to when it's like what's right and what's wrong and shit like that. It's more so based off how we feel about that person and whether yeah, we want to. Like at our age, like if you're exclusively dating for three years, that's a fucking grip. You don't think you could date somebody and just be happy with them, though? I, I, I do. I've said you can, like, yeah, for sure. But, like, so after like, three so years. You're basically with three years off of her expectations or what you feel. I'm saying after three years of exclusively dating that I feel like we have enough of an understanding of each other if this is going to work long term enough. Wait, are exclusively dating or you're in a relationship? Because three years exclusively fucking dating is a lot. Well, a long time. Well, exclusively dating is a relationship pretty much. So no, that's a difference though to me. All right, tell me more. I feel like, you know, when you're exclusively dating somebody, obviously like you're you're obviously not having sex with multiple people. You're not dating other people. You kind of like, you know, trying to get them know trying to get to know them um a little better. Um being in a relationship, like you know what's up. Okay, so like maybe the verbiage is a little off then. If we're yeah. exclusive, like we're we go out. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. long can you date somebody without having to go exclusive? Is that another like? Oh, it just depends on the feel. I'm telling you, I don't know. <laughs> I say, I say, if you go past six months, yeah, I think the question is going to come up. At least for me, I can say for me, I don't know how the woman would feel in that situation, but six months, it's probably like, all right, so we'll be doing like. What are we doing? Huh. My thoughts exactly. Is fucking or is this going somewhere else? And I think that's a reasonable question. Because if it's yep. just fucking, all right, that that it is what it is, and I I can go find something somewhere else. Uh, but fuck fuck you in the meantime. But if it no, ain't, facts. that should be known. I agree with six. I agree with six months because I feel like you don't, especially the first couple months, right? They're only showing you what they want to show you, right? So you're right. not really getting the nitty gritty about somebody right. until you have those conversations or you see them in daylight, right? right. And um, what that kind of looks like, uh, they may fuck up once or twice, right? Or they might do some shit where you don't necessarily like or agree on and stuff like that. And you kind of got to decide, like, do I do I like them enough to kind of like keep pursuing this or no? Um, so I feel like it's necessary to kind of get through all that bullshit and then you can kind of move on, like. Because I feel like the first what three months? It's the honeymoon yes. stage still. Yeah, honeymoon stage. Yeah. Everything is lit. Yeah. Everything is lit. Best person ever. Yeah. Best fucking person ever. Until some shit happened, and then you like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Somebody live. You stay the night, maybe two, three nights in a row. See what that's like. Can are you compatible with this person? Do you want to wake up next to this person? Do I even oh, like you? Like that going to that shit. Do I even fuck with you for real? Like exactly. Exactly. You you looking at them while they sleep like. Is this what I want? Shit like that. <laughs> shit like that. That's that shit. Like, shit out me, honestly, yeah. But, yeah. Oh, that's a wild thought process looking at somebody's yeah. sleep. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to do. Right? Listen, like, so can question, I deal with this? Like, question like, for you guys. Um, what is too soon to ask? What are we? Mm. Like, what what is too soon for men to ask what are to ask the what are we question? What's too soon? Too soon for guys to ask? For men, yeah. Because we real? have two different perspectives on that, yeah. I've never asked that in my life. No, I'm I'm saying like, what is too soon for the female to ask you? Because oh, okay, okay. Nine times out of ten, it's going to be coming from us instead of you guys. That's a fact. Um, Possibly. You take that one first, dude. I did just get the question of like, when are we going to be exclusive? Mm. I don't want to say Isn't yes. Is it the same as to what are we? Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, so kind of a paraphrase. I got that a couple months ago, and I think I told her like 16 days. 
16 <laughs> dates? How long it take to go on 16 dates? Yo. Quite a while. That's what fucks me up about him. He's very like, day one, this happens. Day two, this happens. Yeah. Day 16, okay, come on. At our age, I'll say I'll be t- I be this is this one of my rule of thumbs. After three fucks, it's like, all right, what, what what's going on? Three fucks that's way too yeah. early, dog. Okay, that's, that's fine. Way. That's my rule though. That's my three rule. That's fine for you, but yeah. You know, three fucks can happen in three long. days, dog. That's it can. That, that it, can. it can. All right, three fuck. Three, my, fuck that. That's my rule. Three fucks. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I, I feel like at that point, emotions started to get involved. Everybody yeah. feels three like, fucks with right. ten girlfriends. <laughs> hey, or you would have cut them off after them three. You would have kept it moving. You might, have, you might got ten girls that resent you for that shit. You don't know. Yeah. No. No. Good guy. He's got some of the paragraph. All right. Cut. Cut. I feel like I'm that question. After a while, what what are we doing here? What's going on? What are we doing? Three I'm not. I'm not 16 fucking dates in, and we're nothing. Like. Bro, what's what's happening? So within the sixteen dates, or is she over your house? She's spending time with you. Like that's sixteen weeks is is yeah, that's some time. Yeah, it's like four and a half months. That's like your six month thing. Yeah, sixteen dates. So like, that's, you going out every weekend? Yeah, you that's don't. That's usually happens when you start dating, right? Yeah, you go out every weekend. You pick a day. That's a lot of damn dates. Well, you don't have to go out, but I feel like to see them, yeah. So the first, I say, I say the first three times, I feel like. It could be like out at a restaurant or whatever. And I feel like the order we get that question come faster. Yeah, 16 dates. That's four months. That's right what you were saying, Brie. It just sounds like a lot. Yeah, I guess it do sound like a lot. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck that. It's a very weird number. Yeah. Three fucks is mad, mad early. Three fucks can be John's like, he fall in love. He fall in love after three fucks. Hey, I'm a lover. I'm a lover. I'm not a player. I'm sorry. That's just how it is with me. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, fuck. You know what's going on. I'm not a lover. She's mine. We're not going to get married, but she's mine. What's going on? Yeah. We'll never get married, but she's mine. But I'm, not, I'm not mad at that whole mindset, though, because I get, like, you might meet somebody and shit like that. You be like, uh, let me let me slow roll this shit. Mm-hmm. Or you might meet somebody about a second date. You're like, no, that's my man. Like we, yeah. Yeah. I might not tell him that, but in my head, like I'm just like, oh no, I fuck with him heavy. Like I'm not anywhere. That's, that's, that's two dates. Like, come on, yeah. yeah. Real bad. Sometimes, sometimes you know, like right away though. I feel like now, like us having a better idea of what we actually want out of our partner now, um, mm-hmm. it's easier to decipher. Yeah, you might fuck around and know on a first date, like, right. oh no, I fuck with this bitch heavy. You get what I'm saying? Like, you might know on a first date. By the second date, oh yeah, you like, I'm locked in. She's yeah, mine. Sure. You feel me? Like after like, and four I respect dates. that. I respect that too. Yeah, say after four dates, I know if I like you or not. Like, like, yeah. like you a lot, and then the rest will just be kind of like, yeah, let me see if you fuck this up. Mm. So you not just fuck this up? Yeah, that's, that's here's a probation period. Let's see. So how you're not. 
excluded from fucking up or? I, you know me, I'm perfect. Oh, so like, I don't like, uh, what are you like? Well, that's what why you, I asked. So I like, what are you talking about? You yeah. like you don't personally know me. Like, what am I going to do that fucks it up? <sighs> Discuss. <laughs> Discuss. We want to no, roll into a, a, Please don't hop over that one. Do we want to roll into this last question and then wrap it up? Yeah. Ask, ask your trip question, Brie. The trip question? Mm-hmm. Um, we did talk about a little bit about this. Um, so for men, I guess I asked the men, if you uh, take somebody on a trip, right? We're not talking about relationship status yet. Still in a dating stage. Still dating. Are you um, expect? So you pay for everything. Are you expecting them to post you? Oh, post you? And are you mad that they don't? I'm talking about fully fund the trip. The air trip, I mean, the air tickets, uh, the restaurants, the hotel, the activities, like every fucking thing. You covering everything. How long and, they act, and, they, and they go on the trip and acting as if they're, they're there by themselves. How long with that I, ain't, I don't even need to know that how long we've been dating. I, me personally, I ain't big on social, so I probably wouldn't eat trip. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't, I ain't, if, if that's what, you, that's how you get, but it's going to tell me something at the same time. What does that tell you? You got looks? Yeah. Like you, you, not necessarily you high in something, but I guess I can't even say that because I don't even really do the whole post, but you saying all this other shit, like adding the funding and all that shit. So you got looks. I'm just saying, like not, not adding funding, but I'm just saying like you asked her to go on a trip and so on or whatever, you, you completely take care of it or whatever. But y'all not exclusive. Y'all never had that conversation. So okay. why well, yeah, do you have that right. mindset where she's talking to somebody else? You never brought that shit up. Yeah, all right. Well, if that's the case, then I, I can't be mad. And already, I ain't big on the social, so I ain't even going to trip. I don't think it's a big deal. Trip, especially if I ain't had the conversation like you mind. Nah, because I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't even get into the post and have you mm-hmm. crazy. So. Dylan? I mean, if we're not exclusive, like, I don't fuck your looks up or mine. <laughs> We could just be having a sneaky little trip. If I'm not posting you, don't post me. Yeah. So more to story, you guys are not feeling the way that she doesn't post you. Nope. Nah. But she does. She does have to fuck if we go on a trip. That's just. That's what it is. Oh my god. <laughs> I ain't saying she gotta fuck, but I'm expecting to get some. You having a, like you're having a fucking conversation. I'm expecting to get some, but if yeah. she don't, yeah. then. Again, that's just gonna tell me what I need to know. Like, and she's right. like, and she's. That's that's been a hot topic lately, huh? If you're like if you're taking somebody on a trip, I feel like that like assumption is that she's been talking about fucking you at least. Talking right? to him. Talking to him. Like if I'm talking to a girl and I'm like, yeah, I'm about to fly you out, blah blah, we're doing this, this, this. I feel like there's like we've alluded to fucking before that point. Don't get me wrong, niggas will try to fly you out as a first date. No. <laughs> no. No. No to who? You? No, like I mean, like if that's if that's the case, then yeah, like like you don't have to fuck at all, not at all. First date. That's what but I'm saying. I, like if if I was a girl and somebody flew me out for a first date, I would have it in my mind that the guy's gonna assume that he's gonna fuck up. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I I was talking to I was talking to somebody and they kind of helped break it break it down a little better for me where they was like, as a female, why put yourself in that position to be able to you feel me for him to ask you for sex. Right. Why be in that predicament? And you're trapped out there now? Like, no. Yeah. I mean, trapped. I mean, I, I would assume she got her own way home or she's able to, you know, Maybe. get home if it goes left. But, um, Might be. 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm just I'm just big at having your own. I'm big on having your own regardless of what the man has. Well, I know. Uh, that social media shit. How early is too early for somebody to post you? If y'all in the talking stages, to pull away. To post you. Y'all talk, y'all just talking. Y'all ain't exclusive, none of that. Y'all dating other people, blah, blah, both of y'all. Um, and they post you. How you feel about that? What kind of post is it? Uh sitting across from you at the fucking brunch table. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody exclusive. (laughs) Is it a a group brunch? Y'all on y'all trip? Y'all just talking. Is it multiple people at the brunch? It's just us. One on one, y'all, y'all in fucking fucking Greece. Y'all on y'all in Santorini. Y'all got the ocean view, the fucking floating brunch and shit. He posts you, bang. She posts you, bang. Y'all Saudi? If we don't go out, don't post me. Mm. I'm not Saudi though. I mean, because I feel like if I'm out out there with you in that setting, like Mm -hmm. I probably fuck with you a lot. I like you a lot. You get what I'm saying? So in my head, I'm like, oh, he likes me, likes me. He posted me so all his bitches can see. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, order prospects or whatever. Like, unless he just do us like close friend shit. Like, fuck out of here. I don't, I don't, don't post me close friends, bro. Like, either post me or don't. Like, don't post me in the close friends. I don't, I don't even, I don't feel that. You gonna post them right back? No, say it with your chest, nigga. No, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> no. My biggest thing about that, about posting, I don't want to be embarrassed, yo. Like, I don't want to be embarrassed. Like, you may still be fucking other women and you still may be out here in the streets and shit like that. So I'm not posting you for somebody to come to me as a woman. I'm not posting you until we have that conversation. Like, yo, like, you mine. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm your man. Like, don't play with me. Uh, All that shit. Then cool. Then cool. I I don't mind that at all. Like, post me, baby, and I might even post you, but... Until we have that until we have that exclusive conversation, like I probably won't post you. Now I might do a soft post. Uh-huh. What's a I'm soft post? You might get some, yeah. some arm time, but yeah. Who's that? Yep. <laughs> just to let niggas know, like, no, I fuck with him a lot, but yeah. we just not but if I if even if I post if I post some small shit like that if I post your shoe or some sh- shoe or some shit I'll fuck mm. with you. Mm. It's just a, it's a it's a soft release like you know what I mean like we just soft opening yeah soft opening yeah it's a soft opening. Okay. We ain't doing too much but I'm also letting niggas know like yeah I'm I'm around you know what I mean yeah prospects I'm around, I'm around a guy and shit like that yeah. that I like that's for us I feel like that's what it is that's what yeah. we're saying basically well, soft post I'll go to, uh, I fuck prospect, with him, yeah yeah prospect two through five better step his game up. Oh, no, nah, I mean, I ain't yeah. saying all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't saying all that. Shit, shit getting serious over here, dog. Yeah, no, shit is getting pretty serious. Like, get it up. If you're in the running, step it up. If you're in the running, listen, chill, 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 chill. But, you know, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I definitely fuck with you. If you if you even get a semi-post on my John, like, no, I like oh, you a lot. I do. Kelly, John. I do. That's just how I operate and shit like that. But I'm not gonna post your face because just in case you are hitting it off with other women, I don't want to be embarrassed. Yeah. I don't want to look like a goofy. Yeah, I'm not posting first ever. Um, yeah. Ever. I respect that though. All right, you want random thoughts and wrap it up? Hold on, y'all yeah. going out? You can hear us. She gone. 
Yeah. She froze up. Damn. Right when we wrapped. Yeah, I could get the random thought, though. Random thought. Let's hear it. Uh, Nip finally got his, not, I ain't going to say finally, but he got his uh star on the Walk of Fame. Hold on, guys. Y'all had cut out for a second, though. Can y'all re-ask oh, yeah. that? No, nah, we're back. We're doing random yeah. thoughts. Yeah. Okay. And uh, my random thought, Nip got his walk, uh, star on the Walk of Fame. And uh, it been a little, little iciness from the industry. Some people, not everybody, but about how it did he get it too early? Did he only get it because he died? Blah blah blah. I think it's he did he got his star. Let him rock. He passed. Who is this? Uh, Nip, Nipsey Hussle got his star. Oh, people saying, uh, is it too early? Did he do enough to get it? Are they only giving it to him because he died? I feel like if they feel like he was worthy of the star, he get his star. Let yeah. him rock. He did what he had to do while he was here, and he deserved the shit. Yeah, like if there's an argument to be made if he was alive, would he get the star still? Probably not, but I don't necessarily know if that matters. And that's that's my whole thing. He not, so you can't even do the hypothetical. Yeah, like, I don't necessarily think that matters. Right. I think that the big reflection of his star status would be the, the, the effect his death had. Yeah. Like if it was a, a staples for a fucking yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like if it was a nationwide effect when you died, then yeah, get the star. Go for it. Um, I was watching the the Murder Inc. doc for a bit, mm-hmm. and my random thought is like, what a fucking run those guys had. Yeah. Murder like, Inc. Like we don't think about like Ja Rule and Ashanti as like top tier superstars, and they were. Two thousand and two. I don't. I don't think that they weren't. 2000 and 2005, like I was, I was researching it as I'm watching it and shit. And there was an article when Beyonce dropped her solo uh, album, her first solo debut, and it was like Beyonce's good, but she's no Ashanti. And that's like that's where people forget. Like Ashanti was fucking top tier as far yeah. as an artist. Like yo, Beyonce was good, but she's no fucking Ashanti. Yeah, that's that's where she was at in 2003. Ashanti recently got her a Hollywood star as well. Yeah, she did. Yep, she did. You're right. Yep. Yeah. Which took her what? She's been uh I can't say not popping, but um she hasn't been uh in that limelight in what fifteen years and she's just now getting it. So Hey John, I guess what do you gotta go with the Nipsey question? Like was it has it been long enough that he deserves that star or I feel like to me, I feel like um I'm not mad at it because of the impact he had on people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, regardless if you listen to his music or not, um even throughout his personality or interviews or, um, you know, different things. I feel like he had some uh, substance and, and, you know, different things to say or his impact on people in general. I feel like that's enough. Right. I'm not mad at it. Did you guys know Vanessa Carlton was signed to Murder, Inc.? I don't know. I don't know who that is. You know the White Chick song, Making My Way Downtown? Yeah. Walking Fast? Yeah. Vanessa Carlton was signed to Murder, Inc. Who would have known that? John, what do you think? Who was more? What was more detrimental to the the Jarrell murder ink run? Fifty Cent or the Feds raid? It was fifty. Yeah, it was already on the down, the down, the decline when. I think they like in all the interviews and the doc, they really place it into like, yeah, they got shut down by the Feds, blah blah. blah. I don't think that. I think Fifty put that shit in perspective on his last uh, Breakfast Club interview, but it was like they only did that to empty y'all pockets, so y'all couldn't help him. So. Yeah, I don't. I think it was more so fifty. I feel like if Ja would have won that, they would have still been murdering. Like you think at that time period in rap, like a Fed fucking arrest would be more beneficial than anything. Yeah, and especially if you running with the 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 saying that y'all beat the Feds, then not definitely gonna be on top of the world. But the music wasn't matching, especially what Fifty was doing to them, which is 
Yeah, just, I re-listened to all the beef tracks last night, and I was like, wow, this shit got a little crazy. Yeah, shit got, yeah. I didn't know Buster Rhymes was involved. He was coming yeah. in chat. I was like, oh, shit, this shit's like, who, who would have thought? Shit, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bree, you got a random thought? Random thought? Um, I don't know. I wasn't expecting this, guys. Um, if not, it's all good. Big supporter of the show. I uh, I am a big supporter. I'm actually uh, really happy to see how much you guys grown and how long you got, you know, taking this. Like, I think that's pretty dope. So keep going. That's not my random thought, but um, it's a random thought. I'll take it. Random thought. Random thought. Um, it's alright, man. None of our guests have. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Is it supposed to be about? Is it supposed to be about music or celebrities? Just whatever's on your mind. Uh. Right now, the only thing I can think about is work, unfortunately. But okay, there it is. I'm sorry. That's that's what we like. My thought is I'm about to be a football mom, so that's new. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's the only thing I've been um I've been worried about lately. Yeah. Gotta send that schedule out. Yeah. Hopefully, you guys come to the games. Um, Is the first game this week already? No, the first game is I think it's like second week of September or something like that. Please got some time. Yeah, so we got some time, yeah. We got some time. All right, let's do songs of the week. Uh, All right. And you could go. Or you, you could think of a, a song while we go. Okay. We got a Fab Freestyle for everybody, just to remind people. This is a Resposado Poetry by Fab. I love you, I love you, I love you. Until I, until I, I love you, I love you, I love you. Until I, until I, I love you. Until I, 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 my respect burn a bridge, then I grab the flamethrower and I spray the bridge Give a fuck if you my favorite bridge You cross me, you on the other side, and that's the way it is Plus I don't know how to swim, took a while but I know now I'm him Everybody got a chance but I know now it's slim You don't get past the L, you won't know by the M Big loss, I keep it moving, yeah I know how to kim Run flats on the whip in case I blow out a rim and this is why I'm hot and didn't go out like Mims I'm a big flex, I could pull a hoe out of gym New York nigga, I will kick a hoe out in Tim's Really give him the boo Might see me in the field, I still give a salute Gave a chance but you blew it, shoulda gave you a flu Money can't buy love, I still gave you the loot Bitch It's the lobby boy mixed with a pretty boy It's the family man mixed with a city boy Drop a bag on you, now you a litty boy It be like duffel bag boy to the titty boy Sitting in the trap working, I'm busy boy Trying to turn this lazy boy to a Rizzy Royce Before you BMF, you gotta be 50 boys Before you BMF, you gotta be My two boys must think that they diddy boys Give me the loot, give me the loot in my biggie voice Those are big boys, they don't want kitty toys I'ma spin for them until I get dizzy, boy. I'm in a quiet town without the city noise. The white cat. 
Nice, man. I'm going. Uh... I'm not mad at that Fab John. I ain't even hear that. Yeah. That reminds me of the old, like, Fab. Whatever happened to the mixtapes? Like, what, what is that about? We need another soul tape. I'm, like, I'm a little disappointed in that. Like, I looked at that on, what, a, what was it, Black Friday, John? Mm-hmm. Every Black Friday he dropped? I'm going ESC James. I done done my shit, duck, reload, clip, and then pop back out. I done had my block on lock so long, get one of the tap out. Deep inside the belly of the shit these niggas rap out. I don't want no T to get on my seat and pass my pack out. Look, don't tell me nothing about his beef when he come cash out. Front him what he cop and come re up before his last ounce. All you know is work is Draco flip on in his trap house. Stood over at stove without no mask, I damn near passed down Whooping that that cut, nigga, don't give up, you win that bag now Bag bottle pieces, treat them testers like a feature And once they hear you kill one, they gon' come back like they need you It's crystal raw, turn a soccer mom into a demon I never saw nothing like this before until I seen it I ain't never knew I was addicted to this shit, but now I need it I wanna see blood, I wanna see blood Break down in that kitchen, make it glisten out the mud I wanna see blood, I wanna see I wanna see this the feeling first time when your niggas gave you a gun. I wanna see blood. I wanna see blood. Money murders, burners make the FBI come. I wanna see blood. I wanna see blood. I wanna see. I wanna see blood. Niggas be forgetting that they got wet now cause it's sunny. Pneumonia, weather, whatever. Wipe his nose, it was runny. You moving funny like you a undie. Knock him a dummy. It ain't got no money. It's the urge to leave a nigga bloody. I gave double what they wanted. Guess it wasn't enough or something I slid through the field muddy Trying to hit something like it's rugby I can't let it slide, he gotta die Even if we cook You would never want for nothing Stay loyal, I got you covered You don't cross that line, shit It's landmines on the other Who won't see my empire crumble up and take me J-Blood uh, You got one? You muted Would I just share like the screen? Yeah, you can tell John What do I just hit share? Yep. Yeah. I'm new to this, guys. Hold on. Okay. I am actually going. Um, do I insert a video file or just share the screen? You hit uh, share and then share screen. Okay. Hello. Or you could just. You could just tell John the song and he'll pull it up. Yeah. No, I got it. I got it. Oh, okay. You got it. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I am, I am going, uh, I'm going Young Thug. Free Young Thug, yo. We should break it out of there. We out of Italy on the water. Restored Man Street recording, smoking weed, smoking dope. Drinking a little lean. Actually did good, I ain't drank but a paint this whole tour. Yeah. On tour, I don't miss my son's birthday. It's uh July the 15th. Nah, I low-key like really see people riding past on boats right now at the window. It's just it's just just the penthouse sweet, you know what I'm saying? That major. Yeah. Told the lawyer that my brother ain't going back to prison. I don't give a fuck if I got to turn that nigga to Jehovah Witness. I'm just seeking for God's soul, cause I know something's missing. Come a day go saw boxes and I came from penny pension. Came out the struggle, nigga. I already had lost a brother, nigga. Got a fight with a deputy chef. I almost lost my mother, nigga. And that's funny, like, that's funny, like, 
My mom had broke up with my dad for having another kid on it. Uh, he had came home one day and he saw a um, car in the driveway. It was an off-duty, an off-duty sheriff that my mom was fucking with. And uh, they had a few words and it ended with um, my dad shooting and ended up in the hospital in the coma. And, uh, yeah, so fast forward like eight years later, my sister had got the fine and uh, and they and they and they had a family member that was a deputy sheriff. And, um, my mom had came, I started to start the fight and uh, she had ran and got in the car and pulled off doing that like 60 miles per hour and ran my mom over. She had a stroke and shit, but she I yeah. I always knew I wasn't gonna be gay. I had a send a picture to my mom's phone when I was like eight. I always knew that I'd be great. Cause my coach told me I was slow, but I was running in a fast pace. Huh? They trying to divide us and conquer the world with it. They got a couple of the guys and all of the girls with it. But I'm a mastermind, I see right through it. I see that. They got a couple diamonds, but the rest are on pearls in it. They say you're poor cause you're black, right to your face. They say where you live, you never be able to own that place. My all right, so that's what I got, guys. Um, Again, Free Young Thug, um, that that song, that uh, Tiny Desk whole situation actually made me become a fan. Um, so it was, it was really great. It was really best great. Tiny, best Tiny Desk. Who's got one? Go. Best Tiny Desk is Ushers. Have you guys seen Ushers lately? Yeah, it's great. What? It's great. It made me, I, for, I almost forgot about all his hits. Yeah, that's great. It's good. Usher, I wouldn't be mad at going to his concert. Like, I feel like we no, should was great. make that happen. Yeah, it was good. Another Vegas trip, guys. It might might be necessary to see Usher. Not mad at it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with uh, I like Ross. Ross, it was fire. His tiny desk. Really? Yeah, his shit was crazy. I fucked yeah. with. I'm gonna go. go. I'm gonna still go Usher. Um, Jasmine Sullivan has a great tiny desk as well. Yeah, if you guys are into Mac, um, Mac Miller, number one, easy. Number two, coming in close, Summer Walker. She had a good one. Summer Walker, her stage presence is... Well, it's a tiny desk, so she didn't need a stage presence. Understandable, but um, even in that, it's very... Uh, well, she did say she was very shy um, on there, but... It's a weird dynamic of being an artist and being super shy. I don't I don't get it. Well, it's been another great episode of Views from the Chair Pod. Um, catch you guys next week. Well, next <laughs> yeah. yeah. See you. Thank you.